Good day, Crime Talk aficionados. It is January 31st, 2024, and guess what? It's a WTF Wednesday. Let's talk about it. Hi, lawyer. Lawyer. Good day, everyone. My name is Scott Reich, and this is Crime Talk. Thanks for joining us. You know the drill. Subscribe if you haven't. Like if you do. Leave me a comment below and hit that little bell for notifications. I've heard from lots of people that said, I don't get my notifications anymore. Hit the bell so you make sure you get those notifications, all right? And remember, you can listen to us anytime on any of your favorite podcasting apps. All right, we did this a couple of weeks ago. It was WTF Monday. Well, today it's WTF Wednesday, all right? And when you hear these stories, the only thing you're going to say to yourself is WTF is going on in the world, all right? First, our WTF story. Pennsylvania police found a machete and a large kitchen knife next to the beheaded body of a man allegedly murdered by his son, Justin Mohn, M-O-H-N, uh, allegedly decapitated his 68-year-old father, Michael, in their hometown in Pennsylvania. Uh, he apparently uh, then held up his dad's head in a YouTube video where he called his dad a traitor and blasted the federal government using some right-wing conspiracy theories. The alleged uh, killer's mother, Denise, called the police on Tuesday to report finding her husband's uh, headless body in the bathroom uh, at their home with a large amount of blood all around him. I wonder how that got there. Yeah. I can imagine. Anyway, police discovered the man's head inside a plastic bag, which had been placed in a cooking pot in the bedroom next door to the bathroom, where they recovered the large knife and the machete. Detectives also retrieved bloody rubber gloves in the first floor bedroom. Now, uh, Moen, a uh, Pennsylvania State uh, graduate, uh, has posted some revolutionary pamphlet titled America's Coming Bloody Revolution and claimed that Americans would soon have to choose between losing their freedom or killing their family. I guess which one he picked. Well, he killed his family, and now he's going to lose his freedom. I don't think that worked out exactly the way he was planning. Anyway, back in 2020, this pamphlet that he covered claimed that Americans will have to weigh what is worse, allowing themselves to lose freedom and independence or killing their own family members, teachers, coworkers, bosses, judges, elected leaders, and others, uh, older generations. According to Mr. Moen, not me. Anyway, Mr. Moen went on to say that family members could be traitors who wish to take away the freedom and independence that comes with America, democracy, and free market capitalism. Well, guess what? Mr. Moen and his freedom, quest for freedom, uh, has only wound up in custody, charged with murder in the first degree and abuse of a corpse, possession of an instrument of crime uh, with the intent and is being held on no bond. His next court appearance is going to be February 8th. Um, now, in one of the uh, clips that Mr. Moen posted on YouTube, he also stated that he was a uh, the president of the United States, and uh, he blamed the federal government for woke mobs and migrants that he claims are destroying the United States and the uh, globalist community. And um, he also noted that his dad was a federal employee, so I guess that was kind of his first place he had to begin with. Uh, but like I said, I think uh, the attorneys on that one are going to be obviously saying WTF, but they're also going to be saying competency, competency. All right. Next on the docket, we brought you the story last night right here in our own backyard in the great state of Colorado. It involves Yvonne Missy Woods. She is now a former 
uh, scientist, forensic scientist that is, previously employed by the Colorado Bureau of Investigation. And guess what? Because she had some anomalies in some of her work methods because she does DNA testing. Well, the state is going back to review alleged anomalies found in previous DNA testing that she had done. And so the uh, state is now requesting $7.5 million to go back and retest all of her DNA samples that she worked on. And that's including a bunch of uh, costs associated with having to go back and retry all of those cases that she possibly worked on. That's right, that um, $7.5 million, it includes funding for an accountant to manage payments required for uh, impacted district attorney's offices. And the office would be responsible for reviewing the legal ramifications of impacted cases. How many cases is it gonna be, Scott? Well, 2,300, they believe, that could possibly have to be set for retrial. Now, Miss Woods did work as a CBI forensic analyst for some 29 years, and she abruptly left that position back in November, and uh, she is subject to an internal affairs investigation in addition to a criminal investigation for those alleged anomalies in her work. Now, Miss Woods, over her last 29 years, has been connected with some pretty high-profile cases here in the state of Colorado, first being the Kobe Bryant sexual assault case that was eventually dropped. The uh, most recently is the Alex Ewing Hammer killing case, which was prosecuted back in 2021. But these cases go back to when I was a kid, when it was alleged that Mr. Ewing went into two homes in two different parts of the town, grabbed a hammer from basically inside the garage and killed everybody except one uh, child in the uh, house of uh, those two attacks. Bad, bad stuff. And of course, she's received all the awards. Um, been recognized by the governor for all of her great work and working on those big cases just happened to break all those big cases and of course in her spare time what did she do she trained prosecutors about dna and the science behind dna well anyway an attorney for miss woods has said that uh, she is expecting to cooperate uh, fully with the investigation and she believes that there will be no further anomalies in her work. Well, guess what? An independent lab is going to do that. But what can you say when a lab technician who's been working there for the last 29 years, worked on the biggest cases, has these anomalies and potentially thousands of cases may have to be retried according to CBI? You got to say WTF. That's right. WTF. Just goes you, shows you sometime people that think they're wearing the white hats they're not. Anyway, next, a mother is behind bars after she allegedly left a child back in their home in Pennsylvania without heat or running water for at least a month or so while she ran off to New Jersey with her new boyfriend. Tiffany Chanel Bogroff, B-O-G-R-O-F-F, is uh, facing charges of endangering the welfare of a child and that child has been living alone for about a month. Now, it wasn't exactly explained how old the child was. I don't think we're talking about a toddler. I think we're probably talking about a young child, maybe early teens, because apparently mom and child were communicating via various messenger apps, and mom would occasionally return home throughout the month unannounced and for a very short period of time. Now, the, uh, as I stated, the home had no heat, gas, or hot water, and the victim was using a space heater 
in the bedroom. The house apparently was cluttered, had a lot of trash, a lot of spoiled food around as well. Well, and Miss Bogrofs sometimes would also send the uh, child some money via Cash App, and then the uh, child would go to a relative's home to shower and uh, wash their clothes. The uh, relative would also take the child grocery shopping. Um, yeah, you can't really do that. Anyway, she's been the mom has been detained in um, a uh, facility in New Jersey, and uh, she is awaiting extradition back to Pennsylvania. WTF, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I get it. You get a new bow. You got to go out. You got to you know do what you got to do. Be with who you got to be with. But you're a mom first. You're a parent first. You don't just run off, you know, give the kids some Fruit Loops, throw a little cash their way and say, I'll be back in a month. Keep yourself warm and don't forget to wash yourself behind the ears. Like, that's just weird. Okay. All right. Next one. <laughs> a former Target uh, employee in Virginia has been sentenced to 100 years in prison for repeatedly stabbing and bludgeoning to death a colleague that he accused of stealing his lunch. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And guess what? The defendant during his sentencing, this guy, Bazin Bere, B-E-R-H-E, said he threatened to kill or hurt more people unless he is given the most harsh punishment that he could possibly receive. And hey, when a defendant asks that, guess what? The judge is going to oblige. And a judge there in Fairfax County did give Mr. Barry the 100-year sentence, suspending 30, so he'll be behind bars for at least the next 70 years. So how did this all work out? So Mr. Barry worked at a Target store back in 2021, and he ambushed the janitor, a guy by the name of Hernan Leva, and killed him with knives and a hammer. Now, Mr. Barry was uh, charged with first-degree murder in the uh, slain. And uh, like I said, he alleged that uh, the victim, Mr. Leva, was stealing his food from the office fridge. So the next day, Barry bought a hammer and a pair of knives while leaving his shift to Target. And he told the detectives he spent the following day training for murder with those cat-like skills. And then on the third day, April 17th, Mr. Barry arrived at the Target and guess what? He attacked the unsuspecting janitor when he showed up for work with his arsenal of weapons, stabbing and beating him and ultimately running away. Mr. Barry, 70 years is a gift on that one. And then finally, what we say every day to our dumb criminal, WTF. I know we may not say it out loud, but we say it to ourselves in silence. Look at this guy, Joshua Roach. He was arrested after uh, police said that uh, someone was spotted him walking down the road with a large piece of artwork. So the police arrested Mr. Roach. And um, after uh, a woman arrived, spotted Mr. Roach walking with what seemed to be two large poles. When they made contact with Mr. Roach, they determined the poles weren't just poles, they were artwork and they were stolen from a local business. Take a look at the uh, artwork, the stick figures. Happy face stick figures. Anyway, Mr. Roach has a history of thefts and burglary, admitted to taking the pieces of art from behind the local business because, well, hey, he liked it. Isn't that reason enough? I'm not even sure that's theft if you like it, right? I just stole this watch because I liked it, right? What the blank are people thinking? Anyway, Mr. Roach uh, also had a warrant from Ohio, but guess what? It's not extraditable. 
So now he just faces the theft charges of the happy, smiling stick figure artwork. And take a look at this picture. The police couldn't fit it into the patrol car, so they had to put it on their front push bar of the police car. Even that kind of makes you say WTF. All right, that's all we have for you today. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time. And remember, the Constitution matters. Mm -hmm.